The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors. Listeners, beware. Straight from the Mouths of Madness. I'm Lowdown. With me, as always, is F. You Hunter. What's up, you mannequin fucking bitches? Mannequin fucking bitches. Ooh, scalping bitches and mannequin fucking bitches. Yeah. It's like a, it's like well, they, and it you is, scalp bitches right, to it mannequin is, fuck it is bitches. Scalping bitches. Exactly. Like, they're scalping bitches. No dudes are scalped. It's all bitches. <laughs> and they did keep the uh, hotness of the uh, scalpies. Yes. Yes, they did. level between. I'll give that right out the gate. I'll give that to both movies. Um, yes, you yes. know, yeah, I can curse a good sir. So yes. if you couldn't guess, we've got another killer or filler episode for you. Obviously the thumbnail image shit, it was killer or filler. So hopefully you can read. Um, but also before we talk, we, we tell you what movie we're going to be talking about. Please like comment, share, subscribe everywhere. You get your podcasts all across social media is it, it helps us all the socials, all the stuff, because it's just a small little click for you. And then that just helps us out with you know, the the more the like, the more you get spread out through the algorithm, and AI is taking over the world. So thank you very Please much. Please like us. Yes. One of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> All right, but on to tonight's episode. Tonight on Killer or Filler, we are talking about the 1980 film, which we all know is this iconic masterpiece of just sleaze and scum and dirt. Mm, that yeah. is the film Maniac versus the 2012 film of the same name starring... Elijah Wood. So the original one, we got the iconic Joe Spinell. Yep. Which, I mean, everyone, if you don't know Maniac, you know fucking Rocky, right? Everyone's seen fucking Rocky 1 and Rocky 2 and Rocky 3. He was in Rocky. He was also in Godfather. He was also in Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the motherfucker dude, was in the, Yeah. Kind he was of a in risk. His shit. He was kind in of his a shit. risk, though, because he's like, oh, the guy from Rocky. Hey, the guy from Godfather. What's he doing to her scalp? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. you go into a movie yeah. called Maniac, you should be prepared. Yeah. But, Still think there might have been you some just people. You gotta look at the poster. Yeah. You know, like. But not everybody did. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So, first, I guess we need to just dive into some, just some of the original film and compare and contrast because uh, right out the gate, you knew in the 2012 remake they were what FU Hunter and I always talk about. They were actually trying to remake the film and make it an own original take oh, of I, the same I think story. Both movies have an advantage over some uh, other movies original and remake. Now that is original who did all the effects. Or the fucking Tom Savini, goddammit. Okay, cool. So the remake, man, you got your work cut out for you. Oh wait, who do they put in for doing the effects in the remake? Greg Nicked motherfucking Tarot. Who or, did what? Walk, I mean it, learned from Yeah. Savini. Savini. <laughs> I'm just saying like that's hey, that's, people yes. people doing remakes. Take fucking notes. Exactly, okay? right? Huh. Well like, we can't really compete with you know the og well how about the apprentice who has yeah. pretty much become and all, also, just as good as the master all, the, all these all the future filmmakers out there uh he has a school that yeah. gets new people every year so he's making little little new savinis yeah, and, it's like, and just the get, gone to the world yeah. gone to the world yeah the little Padawans. <laughs> all those little makeup pad the Padawans are going everywhere. So take advantage of that but shit. But I will say at the time they did the, the remake in twenty twelve, uh he wasn't Nicotero had become the Jedi. Nah, he was still he was in twenty twelve, dude. Really? He had, he had the ponytail. He come was on, he was starting no, to build it. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. 
because he already worked on Day of the Dead and I don't know how many countless 80 films up I, to that point. I'll it's give 2012, you that. dude. It's it 2012. 2012. I guess, yeah, at that point, it's right before Walking Dead, which is his. That Well, that's what got the mainstream to know his name. No, Horror fans I already understand, knew who Nick but Katero also was. the work level. I mean, think oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, the amount of I'm work. I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you've yeah, got a yeah. movie, and that's awesome. Well, on that level, Nick Katero has done has done way more aggressive work than Savini ever did. Yeah. Uh, I, in I, that respect, just of, like, workload. I'm right? just going to throw out there that Nick Katero established himself as top tier, for the most part already. You get to season two of Walking Dead, and that well zombie, the bloated, yeah. that's a level that... Yeah. Yeah. So, out of the gate, um, in the remake, it, you're right. This this doesn't happen often where you have literally the same vein of special effects artists. Right. And the fact that that the remake went practical effects that's a huge thing. Yep. Especially in an era and where it would have been easy. A little bit of a risk. You know, you get some remakes and they go, okay, well, we don't we want to keep modern technology out of this, so we're gonna just redo it in that same time period. You know, let's do the remake, but still have day. it. It was present day, present day at time of filming. And that's the thing is that. They intertwine that with the online dating, mm -hmm. you know, the girl talking to her friend on the phone, walking up to her apartment. So yep. I appreciate that because you know that's kind of one of those things. Like, oh shit, how do we incorporate? Oh, we'll just we'll just say it's a it's a flashback movie too. We'll just say mm -hmm. it's back in the eighties. Nope, yeah. they were like, no, we'll we'll say fuck it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they just said fuck it. We're, this is what we're doing. Um, I will say that how, what I mean by that it is it is what we talked about with Dawn of the Dead remake and the Evil Dead remake and. You know, our you you listeners know our top tier like swinging dick fucking remakes, right? And this one, it it's it starts to follow in the same vein. I mean, it does make some, it does bumble a little bit down the road. That kind of makes it where it doesn't make a top tier. Um, that, and that's not a hit for the future because I've got <laughs> other things to say about <laughs> this movie. But I will say that it started out out of the gate, and at first you don't know what the fuck you're watching because you're like, wait a minute, and you realize, oh shit, this is point of view. Yeah, it's a POV movie. And that, like, to me, immediately makes it a different film because we look at the original Maniac, and you you're you're, you're watching Joe Spinell, and you're watching him wake up from nightmares, and amazing performance, twitchy eyes, more fucking vo more voyeur, where you see yeah, him more voyeur, looking exactly before the killing starts, you see him like okay, she's walking this way, yeah, all right, get you, that bitch. You, you hear and, the breathing and the talking to himself and, and the, the muttering remake, and all that. And shit. the remake starts out like that, we're like, all right, bitch, all right, but then you get to. We see her in the building and going up to her apartment, and you just assume, okay, at this point, the camera is just following her. But you don't realize out the we don't realize that it's him. Because yeah. at one point, the camera was right up behind her, and she slightly looks to the side, and you're like, okay, so this is the camera. This isn't him. Nope. But then she looks back, and then she turns all the way around, or he says something, turns around, and you realize, oh, that motherfucker, because it was dark, was standing right there. She just couldn't fucking see him. And you go... Oh, we've been the his point of view the whole fucking time. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like yeah. he didn't fuck around. He's like right up there, like breathing on her fucking neck. She's like, doo do do try. And I think she was on her phone at some point. Like yeah. that's what that's what I'm saying. Taking advantage of modern. It's like, yeah, you know, like how much are you paying attention to shit around you while you're on your phone? Exactly. You're right. Exactly. I ran into a when I've been to cons where motherfuckers are literally walking the floor on their phone, not paying attention. I'm like, I could trip this motherfucker right now and he would have no idea. And I could Apparently, stand behind a woman in the dark and like, <laughs> not that I'm ever going to. Please remember that. Yeah, and and the other thing that the remake does uh, differently is it comes out the gate with a kill. Where the original Maniac, it takes you know, there's a lot. It's a lot of suspense build up. It's definitely initially a slow burn, high tension film. 
right? The most, most I'm going to quote, original... quote Mr. Blonde real quick. If they did, if they did what I told them, if they did, if they didn't do what I told them not to do, they'd still be alive. And his instructions: don't scream. She screamed. So how do you shut somebody out quickly? You kill them. Knife through the fit, <laughs> right through the mouth, like yeah. right there, just. Uh, Oh, but then the scalp, though, yeah, where but I'm her just body saying, falls. She went to go oh. scream, and that knife went right up and through shut her, her mouth and through into her brain, shut her quickly. Like, I don't even think she got the first octave of a scream out. No, it was like. It was like, mm, ah, yeah. yep, too late. Done, done. And yeah. then we get, meh, these slow, slow, throughout this movie, scalping scenes. Because mm. I, I don't know. For some reason, they're like, you know, the one thing we're going to do different than the OG is? Is an OG, it's like cut, cut, pull. You know, it's a, it's a pretty quick process. This one's like cut, move around, mm-hmm. move around. What well, was cut more a little bit more. of yank, a... yank, yank, cut, cut, and then the weight of the body will do some of the work for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, part of I think uh, part of that they uh, utilized uh, later on in a film called Bone Tomahawk, where it showed scalping, and it wasn't quick. You remember, like those exactly. the scalping scenes were not yeah. quick. Like, and, and like you try to put yourself in the position where you're like cutting off someone's. Fuck the top of someone's fucking head, and all you're taking is the skin and hair. You don't want to cut through anything else. Like it's not going to be a quick process, no. right? You know. Yeah. And so I just I think that like they were trying to be more realistic with it. In yeah. That, in that sense, you know. They're like, we're gonna cut out a few other scenes. We'll get we're gonna we're gonna keep about another two minutes of scalping in there. We'll cut something else from the movie. Where the first one's like, all right, uh, you get the gist of it. Yeah. This movie's like, we know you know what he's doing. We're just gonna keep the camera on there a little <laughs> bit longer. Take hey, it, bitch. Greg, Take can, it. Greg, can you help us with the effects on this? Yeah, exactly. Cool. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Don't. Nope. No. In your, you're his viewpoint, so you can't cut and look away. Yeah. You got to be watching that bitch as you're doing it. So you're in for the full scalping. Yeah, and that is a big thing too because Nicotero's approach to practical effects was different enough from Savini's to you know also help it make its own film. Savini, as everyone knows, especially at 80 when this film came out, he was known for, oh, if there's a scene with blood, I'll bet you're getting some blood. Mm-hmm. Like, you gonna, I'm going to give it to you. you yeah. know, And that's what he did. And uh, where Nicotero will do the same thing, but it's it's kind of like how he approaches it. It just makes it... It was how he approached it in this film because of the way it was... because of the, uh, you're, you're, So you're in POV the whole fucking movie. You're in a lot... You're, you're seeing it from... Same character named Frank. You're seeing it from Frank's point of view the entire film. Yep. Which, really for me, it only took me as long as the first kill to get used to. I'm like, oh shit. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. Okay. I got. I got it. I know where I'm at. Now, the cool scene. There's two. There's a scene that they duplicated where it was a parking lot scene from the original Maniac to this one, where it was almost like a POV in the original Maniac, but not quite. But this one was a straight POV. But where yeah. you know where he's like the girls going to her car and he's in there like and you hear the breathing and all that shit so it was a really cool like almost mirror image shot which i i don't mind them throwing nods i hate remake we, we you know we hate remakes that we don't constantly want, mirror the same we fucking don't movie. want the van sank psycho because exactly yeah, exactly we don't but want that we want the reason this one works is because the whole film is done differently so you don't even realize it's a it's an it's an homage to the original scene yeah because the whole movie is different right out the gate. Yeah, you know, and like and yeah. I'm saying, you can get away with that if, yeah. if you're as long as you're not going Van Sant Psycho and like shot for shot. We gotta <sighs> say, but you can go very similar looking shots yeah, exactly. or a scene that's reminiscent without it being like okay, well they just 
decide just to say fuck it and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I mean, in that point of the movie, I mean, we've already had such a different movie than yeah. the OG. So, and you know, one of the big takeaways uh, from this film, as we were talking about before, you know, recording was, you know, the POV uh, it lends a different. It, well, excuse me. It tells a story through a different lens. Let me put it that way, because you know. A lot of people want to root for you know the girl to get away. They, they you want to see it from you want to you want to be the voyeur view where you see like in Maniac, you know, Spinell killing the girl on the subway. Which that subway scene is one of the most tense scenes in a fucking movie ever. Oh yeah, like that that shit. Your fucking skin crawls. Well, right? that, that I mean, what's her name? And that's in the first one and the second one, Anna or whatever. That, <sighs> but I'm just saying in the original, like he doesn't like get her, and this one, you go okay, and then. He fucking does. You're like, all right, well, that's fucking different. You okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, like, you're kind of, I guess, second tier main character in a mm-hmm. way. But, like, in the first, like, she doesn't kill. This one, dead. Yep. And you're like, because uh, they had that chase scene in, in the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you're the like, chase scene was good. And you're like, oh, I guess, knowing my knowledge of this being a remake, I guess you know, she'll figure out something. No, oh, what? No, no, no dead no, bitch. No, no, oh, no, okay. No. Dead bitch. Dead bitch. <laughs> another, another part of the collection. You get the, the Joe Spinell's, uh, portrayal of the character Frank it, obviously in the 1980 film was was fucking phenomenal but again you get to see him like I said waking up from nightmares in his living space full of mannequins with at this point decomposing scalps cuz think about it just cuz it looks like hair on top there it's attached to something under yeah <laughs> like you know but with this film the only time you see Frank you know Elijah Wood in, 20, in the 2012 remake is through reflections the only time you see him is like if he catches a mirror or if he like there's one there's one a hardcore kill in like a penthouse apartment where it's everything's going great you know you think he's like into chick and then like he just loses his fucking grip and like you see it from the reflection in the window oh yeah and it's like they're really cool choices on how you see oh, the killer there's a moment there uh, um at the beginning when he because this whole setup <laughs> Very different from the original because obviously online dating, where he meets that that chick and they go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And at first, you know, regular date, first like couple minutes, she's like, "Oh, you know, I was, I was so excited to meet you." And then all of a sudden, like he starts getting the haze, and the camera communicates because it's his viewpoint. Things get a little hazy, like blurry. because he gets migraines. Yeah, he gets migraines. Yeah, which, but then uh... he looks at the restaurant. And there's probably about I don't know about ten tables full of people around the restaurant, and when he looks around. They're all staring at him. And we know probably that's not what's happening unless he did something crazy. But his mind, like, they're just staring at him. Mm-hmm. And then he starts freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. He has to get up and he runs to the bathroom and he takes his meds real quick to calm the fuck down. But that viewpoint of where he turns around and everybody's staring at him. And like, so creepy, that dude. mind, that, yeah. that, that mind just already starting to lose it, where like, that's what he thinks is happening. Is everybody's just staring at him. Exactly. And like, She's having a whole conversation. She has no idea what we're seeing as an audience. So I thought that was like fucking fat. You don't ever yeah, really you see never that. Get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and it's like there's multiple things like that. Like, so they do go into. So there's a very similar. Uh, it's very similar between Frank's. Like, you know, both are dealing with trauma from really horrible mothers. Yeah. You know, like both have terrible mothers, and how they treat women <laughs> moving forward is a result of those terrible mothers. Yep. <laughs> now one's a little yep. more. Sneaky. I, in the OG, I think he's a little more like 
in the dark, not kind of presenting oh, it's himself. Dirty. Like the original one's so fucking dirty, D- dude. Like sweaty. He's so uh, fucking sweaty. Every, every time he's sweaty. I, I feel like that was part of the filming process that he's like, could you maybe just bring the AC on for this one second? Nope. No, nope. you're so killer. You're it's gonna August. sweat all the time. It's August God, in downtown dude. New York. It, really, it's guys. It's not just that like... he's sweaty, but again, it's 1980s New York. That taxi driver kind of period where it just everything's fucking dirty. Every yeah. everything's dirty. <laughs> like, like he could jump in a shower. He's gonna come out fucking dirty and sweaty. Yeah, like, yeah, just like, yeah. but you took it. It that it's everything in that movie is just that communicates that. Yep. And with the remake, it's funny because it's like. I think it's L.A., right? Because it's not New York, I believe. No, I believe it's L.A. Yeah. Yeah. In which they go, yeah, the L.A. cops just suck ass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because in New York, you know, it's they're still disorganized. He's going to kill people. And eventually, like, we might have a serial killer situation, right? But in the remake, I mean, motherfuckers meeting chicks at restaurants. He's fucking talking to people out. He's, there he's, are he's, witnesses, and they all go missing. And how many? T- I can't remember. How many times do cops visit him in the remake? What was it like? Four, five? No, no, no. Yeah, so I'm saying like, no, nobody fucking notices. And this motherfucker is <laughs> online talking to bitches. They go missing. Goes yeah, back no, to the he, same yeah. site. I know. I know online. I know. Cops, and he got, cops not, just suck. Not cops a just single suck. fucking yeah. cop. Cops, cops Big just ass suck. restaurants. Walking around has a store that says, "I got fucking mannequins, bitches. Scalps missing off of chicks." Nope, nothing. So that okay, that, that's a good time. There's one thing that he didn't make different about Frank in this is that he is a a, a generational mannequin restorer. But that also helps fuck. explain his access to fucking mannequins. Like, yeah, well, where, where you know, old Spinell was just like, I like mannequins. Yeah, they look like, like women. Here, what are you gonna do with that mannequin? Can I have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this one's like I make mannequins. Well, it was almost more like Dahmer esque, where he's one of the mannequins. Yeah, with the pretty hair. Yeah, the, you know, like yeah. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, no, the cops, the 2012 remake, the cops just were fucking terrible. I'm just saying, they he is, fuck, he is not, in the, he is not hiding in the shadows. No. He is out and about, online, doing shit, and the cops go, huh, another girl's gone missing that was on that website. All right, well, let's get back to work. Like, there's no actual paying attention to that that's shit. another huge, that's actually another huge difference is that he's not a shut-in. Like, okay, we, we see the original Frank go out and speak to, like, one woman. Yeah. Like, for the art piece or whatever. That's it. That's it. He has zero communication Besides with anybody. Besides that, it's I'm gonna eat my 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 van and I'll keep an eye on you. And yeah. oh, I'm I, gonna I, run up and kill Tom Savini. Oh yeah, his face off. Yeah. Holy like, shit! That's like how crazy. long have we been recording <laughs> and we <laughs> didn't bring, bring up, up the uh, Tom Savini exploding headshot? It was I amazing. Mean, it was so good. Holy it was shit! So good. I mean, dude, we yeah, that I, it's an iconic death scene. Yeah, it really is. It's like and a, it's Savini an iconic going, death scene. I want my own head to get blown up. Yep, exactly. Well, yeah. But. In this remake, we see him interacting with multiple people. He is like not such a recluse, and where he's introvert. A li- he, you know, he, he goes back and forth a little bit more, where he can. Well, he will isolate himself, but he still will go out eventually. But that's right? what I mean. And you know? he, he, like he can play it cool enough for a little yeah. bit. You know, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, like you know, I mean, he just looks like a Dirty Hobbit. Like that's all Dirty Frodo. Like dirty. he, he Wait, just dirtier than at the Mines of Mordor. About the same, yeah, yeah. He's got a little facial shorter hair, hair, shorter yeah. hair, shorter hair, shorter a little hair. bit. But he's like he says that chicken photo of himself, and he doesn't look. Let's just say OG Frank sends a photo. Probably most people be like, that thank you for the the photo and maybe we can be friends sometime. But he sends that chick the photo and she's like, I wanna fuck dirty Frodo. Like she's like, We should meet up, Dirty Frodo. I wanna fuck you. Like it's that simple, right? Like stupid. He said, I wanna fuck dirty Frodo. Come on, man. But he yeah, he he, he so Elijah Wood could still pull off he could pull off like the good looking dude who could get the girl, but also skeezy as fuck yeah. too. Like 
it's unbelievable how like in that like I don't know I saw a range in Elijah Wood in that movie that surprised the fuck out of me because I like I said I, I know you just watched it um, but like I remember watching it like two years after it came out I randomly came across it and had no idea they were doing a remake for this movie and I'm yeah. like someone remade Maniac the balls. Like at first, I was like, I was oh, angry. No. That's happened on the several. Balls. Of, there, that's happened. We've brought that up on several yeah. of these killer fillers. We're like, the fuck, you doing remaking this bitch? That, exactly. That, that, there's no reason for it. Yeah. So yeah, no. That and that's a good example of like, how, how do you remake something that like? It's just like it, what I said. When it gets to like, and, just you, and the again, skis. when you say modern day, you go, we're remaking Maniac. We're gonna make it modern. You're like, Which is and you're also like, okay. So you're really gonna fuck it up then. Part of the reason, but you know, that part of the reason why I think the whole movie goes the way it does is because they did make it modern day. They couldn't make it skeezy. They couldn't make it feel dirty, and they couldn't make the, like your skin crawls in a different way. They couldn't do that in modern day. Yeah, it's not 1980s anymore, right? It's not like and I think that's where the, challenge. It's not like because you can have a, a kind of skeezy LA. Yeah, you know, I mean, look at they live. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but that's also 80s. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that is without being the 80s. Then if you do modern day, yeah, just don't even try to do that. Don't even try to do that. Yeah. And they didn't, and they did. They didn't do that. So it definitely, um, again, it, it came out as original film, and like there, there's there so many scalpings and that are visceral in this, as Hunter mentioned. Like it's it's insane. Such a long process, <laughs> dude. And I have to say, like our character's demise. Yeah, which was, one do you? I, I, dude, I can't pick. They're both good because they're both different. That's what I'm saying. They're both different. Yeah, like because we all know. If you, oh God, if you haven't watched the original Maniac, you shouldn't be listening to this episode. Go watch the original Maniac, and yeah, but there's still people. I mean, it took he, me a while to see the original Maniac. Uh, oh man, but when he wakes up and he's just being attacked by all the women he's killed, it's yeah. such a good. But scene. I'm saying, here's the thing: is is there might be some people. Maniac is still a bit of a hard watch. Because, it is a hard watch. Again, it's dirty. It's sweaty. It's like which has a lot to do with Spinell's acting. Imagine if another actor was in there. Yeah, it would not be nearly as hard to watch. I do. I always go back to. He fucking crushed that he character. He did such a great job. He's such an unappealing leading man. And that's a good job. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> that's the thing is that, ugh, this, this, this dude makes me feel fucking gross. Exactly. Great job, guy. You did yeah, it. Great job. Because, you know, like, you, you want to be effective and be like, I believe this motherfucker it could kill people this way and scalp them. You, you have to have the right actor. He was the right actor. He, 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 he was 100% the right actor. And he had already done Godfather. Yeah. But, but he I, hadn't done. No, he did no, he Rocky. Did the first Rocky. He hadn't done yeah. Rocky too yet. Yeah. yeah. But he'd done enough. He'd had enough exposure at that point. I will say, though, you got to give it to Elijah Wood because, I mean, look, we all, obviously, besides Lord of the Rings, all right? Yeah. Kid was in, good son. Mm-hmm. Bunch, you know, we knew him as a kid, and we knew him as a fucking hobbit. We'd seen him in enough stuff that it's a little bit more well, challenging. I mean, give, him credit, give him credit when he was younger. He'd like Huck and Finn, but that, a bunch, but of, bunch of boyish shit, right? But I'm just saying, so to, to uh, go, yeah, I could see him killing the shit out of women and scalping them. Might be a little bit cha- cha- more challenging. Oh, he was in. Uh, he was also in um, uh, Sin City. That was his kind of first. Well, that was his first foray into. The- and I'm talking about when he was younger. Uh, it wasn't the last Starfighter. It was uh, what was the one with Fred Savage with the uh, the Wiz. Where he was like the was, Wiz. Is that the one where he was beating the pinball and then like the kid? There's a the- there's a movie where he's like owns. Oh no, it's the first Back to the Future. Back to the Future two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was his first movie. Yep. That was the last first fucking movie. Thank you. I yeah. had, my brain was going the right way. I needed. Direction. I think he was in the Wiz, but you know. But I'm just I, saying I he was. Yeah, I feel like he was in the Wiz, which was older than back. I'm just saying, too. close your eyes now and think about McCullough Colton in this fucking role. You can't fucking do it. I don't know, but McCullough Colton was scary as fucking the Good Son. He in the Good Son, but he was yeah. still a child. At. I'm Have saying, you seen him lately? He could play a fucking neurotic psycho killer. He could, but it'd be because a little he just, harder. He did that mock Home Alone thing as an adult, and he looked psychotic. He could do it. 
All right, I'll, I'll give you. You, some you know of what I'm that. talking about? You know what I'm talking I'm, about? I'm just yeah. saying, comparing the two actors on this this movie, I think it was probably a little more challenging because we didn't grow up with uh, OG dude yeah. as a child. We no, saw no, oh, no. the dude from Rocky, the guy from Godfather. Yeah, we didn't was an adult. <laughs> we didn't grow up when we as a like, child. Remember when he was adorable as a kid and well, you know, was trying no, no. Now he's killing women left and right. We didn't, you know, we didn't have that. So I gotta give props. And I think again, a little bit of the foray into that was when he showed up in the first Sin City as uh, Kevin, the you know silent serial killer. Serial killer, yeah. Oh, and, but the way they reflect that, off the glasses, oh, so but good. But just they had that close up of his fucking eyes. Yeah, with but the that glasses. Was the first, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, it's Fro. Why is Frodo murdering the shit out of women, cutting yeah. their heads off? Yeah. You know, so yeah. And I, I think the big difference between what we were talking about with Macaulay Culkin and, and uh, Elijah Wood is Elijah Wood portrayed his character Frank when you saw him as somebody who knew, he understood what he was doing. Yep. And he felt remorse for what he did. He was he had a guilt, he had a guilty conscience, like the original Frank did. Whereas I feel like if Macaulay Culkin was to play that, it would be it would be more like, I'm enjoying this. I also like the play you know of, saying? they would give us the viewpoint of him, like he's laying in bed, you know, he's touching his woman's back, and then reality for a second, he's touching the mannequin's back. But his viewpoint is is that the woman's back. Once he's put that scalp on, mm-hmm. that mannequin becomes that person. Exactly. Yeah. So. Oh, and I want to throw this out. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> As the audience in the remake, his first dating kill. Oh yeah. With that. Oh yeah. Where oh yeah. He meets her at a restaurant. He drops her off. She goes, "Why don't you come up?" And he's like, "All right." And you could tell he was like, "I don't. This is unusual. I'm used to like. I'm used to." Not going up to the apartment, like person invite me, but kind of waiting it out and then killing you the fuck later on. He's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess I could do that, you know. And obviously she's like, come upstairs, we're gonna fuck. Yes. They get up there, they're talking. She's like, yeah, I can, you know, I don't have a roommate anymore. I want to do it on my own. A, not a good sign. But then B, as an audience, she goes, you mind if I put on some music? We could dance. I'm like, okay. And what does she fucking put on? Goodbye horses. Yeah. Fucking goodbye horses. Straight up, Buffalo Bill theme song oh. is playing, and as an audience, she went. Bitch, you you fucked up. But like I said, don't have to. You don't have to inspire. That's an Easter egg. That's I know. An Easter egg for I that is such But an you don't egg. have to inspire the serial killer by literally playing that song. That made the, me giggle. I was like, I know. Oh, she's but you're gonna watching die. it. She's gonna die so bad. It's so uncomfortable <laughs> because you're watching it. and You're like, <laughs> I only I put this song with literally Buffalo Bill, and you're playing it for the dude that we've already seen murder the shit out of somebody. Yes, you're gonna fucking die, bitch. You're gonna die. Yeah. Like I, I knew. It. I'm like, and, oh, this was a bad choice. Leading up to that, uh, it was very much a him like, I need to go. I need to go. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, he was I mean, trying yeah, she, to. She comes out, panties a brawl. And yeah. And I say brawl as in the 12 seconds she had the brawl. She was oop, the brawl's off already. And literally directing the hands to the tits. Yeah. As in, he's like, I'm uh, going to uh, go uh, on. Uh, the, uh, I'm getting uh, on the D train, right? Yeah. And he's like, he was like, I'll give the character. It was almost like, yeah, I like, this isn't the way I fucking, like, almost as. I don't fuck you in the flesh. I fuck you as a mannequin. Like, yeah. uh, this, this is a working. This is weird for me because you're actually still alive and not a mannequin. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right, that's about as much time we got to wax poetic about both of these films. Before you get our final verdict on the 2012 remake, take a listen to what's going on in the GUI world and some of the other shows we got. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing. To make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? 
This is Smack My Picture. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-Movie Abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May May the the schlock be with you. All right, so I gotta say, um, back to the 2012 uh, remake of the 20, 1980 film uh, Maniac. Man, you know it, it. It's a killer for me. Uh, I like them both for different reasons. I'm gonna say the same thing. Um, this one I'm not as passionate about about as some of our other killers. You know, I mean, again, we brought it up earlier in the episode. You know, Dawn of the Dead, Evil Dead, some of those top tier remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one I would almost put. Where, God, it's almost even and even with the original in there, which oh, which even. makes it a killer. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Is that, like, we've seen so many fucking uneven pieces of shit that, like, this one, like, all right, I got a little tired of the first person viewpoint. Like, it, I never did. And I, I think it's because, like, I watch movies like Hardcore Henry, and after a while, I just kind of got bored of it. This, after a while... It, I just kind of tired and wanted like, can you I, can you show us this most of the time? But give us off his viewpoint times. Mm-hmm. So, but again, the score is fucking awesome. We didn't bring that shit up. Oh, yeah, I, I fucking love rad. the score. Yeah, it's shot so well that for the most part, it got a little irritating, but not enough for me to be like, fuck this movie. And again, practical effects, they you know took the advantage of getting the fucking apprentice of fucking Savini, yeah, and, and Greg Gutierrez, and fucking had him do and. That's the thing, is if there was any question, even with the first person stuff kind of at times entertain me a little bit, effects put it over top. Yeah, I was gonna say one of the biggest things this movie had for it, especially for remakes that were going uh coming out of the time or horror movies in general, is it didn't go full bullshit CGI. As you know, uh, this man is boys are all about the practical. Um it looks the most real and it actually takes the most work and yeah. it's very much appreciated by everyone that does that. Uh, we love that shit, and we we don't want to see a world without special effects makeup artists. <laughs> like, yeah, and I'm like, not saying you have to have Savini or or Nick no, no, Carol, no, just a practical effect. It artist. helps. Yes, I'm just saying yeah. if if you got someone that knows what they're doing, great. I'm not saying you have to have those two, but if you have those two, 
I don't know if or there's anyone any, who graduated. I don't know from if there's Savini any school. movies where I go. Uh, Savini anyone really, who graduated. Savini, Savini really school. did put his yeah. full force in there. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if Nicotero could have done. No, having them in there is you're going to pass the test for the most part when it comes 100%, to effects. Hundred percent. So yeah, and uh, that's it, folks. So until I talk to you again, embrace the madness.